हेलो एवरीवन, वन एटी डिग्रीज कंसल्टिंग आई आई खड़गपुर वेलकम्स यू टू आवर पॉडकास्ट सीरीज थिंक वन एटी डिग्रीज हेयर विल डिस्कस होस्ट ऑफ टॉपिक्स फ्रॉम फाइनेंस बिजनेस एंड स्ट्रैटेजी एंड आई एम एन होस्ट सामिक जैन टुडे विल टॉक अबाउट अ स्कैम जिस लेटली बीन इन द न्यूज एंड येस यूर राइट विल टॉक अबाउट द को लोकेशन स्कैम स्कैम्स शेक द फंडामेंटल बिलीफ ऑफ कॉमन पीपल एंड मेक दम क्वेश्चन द अथॉरिटी scam which involves big financial institutes also affect the country's economy one such scam was the nse co-location scam which come up to the light when an anonymous whistleblower wrote a letter to the sebi in january 2015 before we get into any details of the topic let us first understand what co-location facilities are co-location facilities are dedicated spaces with infrastructure such as power supply bandwidth etc that can be leased by a third party for high frequency and algo trading traders can rent such spaces and set up the systems or programs to trade in market this facility reduces smallest delays in the information flow nse the country's largest stock market exchange rolled out co-location services in august 2009 it allowed traders to place their services inside the premises of nse for some fee Owing to the close proximity to the stock exchange servers, traders in these facilities had an advantage over others, as they got faster access to the price feed as tick by tick data distributed by the stock exchange. The faster access to the data helped traders get the quote first and execute the trade faster, thereby making huge profits. Also, since the charge for these services was very high, only big brokers could afford to rent such a place. When the facility was unrolled in 2009, various smart investors, allegedly with the help of some insiders at NSE, learned the presence of a technical loophole, and by 2010, they started exploiting those to earn profits of approximately 10 to 15 crores daily. All of this begs one question: that what was this loophole? When the co-location facility was started, NSE used unicast method to broadcast information. In the system, data used to be sent to different brokers one after another, which gave unfair advantage to the one who received it first. Though the delay was very small, it became significant when trading involved large capital. The whistleblower later mentioned that some of the brokers, mainly international, were given preferential access to the data. They were placed first while receiving it, as a result of which they can make bids earlier than everyone else. Following three letters from the whistleblower, SEBI formed an expert committee under the guidance of its technical advisory committee, or the TAC, to examine the allegations against the NSE. The expert committee found that the architecture of the NSE, with respect to dissemination of tick-by-tick data through transmission control protocol slash internet protocol, also known as TCP/IP, was prone to manipulation and market abuse. It was found that preferential access was given to stock brokers, as it was possible for a stock broker to log into multiple dissemination servers through multiple IPs assigned to them. It was also possible for a single member to have multiple logins to a single dissemination server through multiple IPs assigned to it. As a result, stock brokers had a substantial advantage by logging in first or second or third. The committee also found that NSE followed a static mapping process for allocating members' IPs to dissemination servers, 
due to which a few brokers were able to log on the fastest dissemination servers. Subsequently, SEBI identified 15 stockbrokers for investigation in the case. Chitra Ramakrishna, the then CEO of NSE, resigned from the exchange in December of 2016, much ahead of the scheduled completion of her term. Ravi Narayan, the then NSE chief, quit in June of 2017. In May 2018, the Central Bureau of Investigation, or CBI, registered an FIR against the Delhi-based stockbroker, Sanjay Gupta, promoter of OPG Securities Private Limited, for allegedly manipulating the NSE systems for two years to get first access to the markets when they opened. The CBI case is still under investigation. While a public interest litigation filed by a journalist cited a SEBI Technical Advisory Committee report that pegged the scam at Rs 50,000 crores. Parliamentary member Arvind Ganpat Savant, in his question last year, referred it as a 75,000 crore scam. Other than these two sparing mentions, there is no officially word on the enormity of the unlawful activity. If the figure is anywhere close to either of the two numbers mentioned above, this will perhaps be the biggest stock market scandal the country has ever seen. Thanks for having me, and in case of any queries or suggestions, kindly reach me out at samikjain at the rate 180dc.org.